You're listening to. Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang. I'm an actor, producer, and entrepreneur here to share inspiring stories and to walk through everyday life with you. How are you guys doing? Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. And I hope you guys are doing well. So I'm going to cut straight to the chase because I like to do that. First of all, um, I love you. (laughs) Second of all, I have an announcement to make and some reflecting to do on that. My announcement is that after many, many episodes and four plus years of going pretty hardcore with first of all, I'm going to be taking a break, guys. So this episode is actually the last one for 2021, and I'm going to be taking an extended break to regroup, restructure, and re-strategize the show and hopefully come back with something better. Uh, I, I think some people got the indication that this is something I'd been thinking about at least a couple of friends of mine pointed that out after the David Choi episode where we're talking about like macheting things. And uh, yeah, first of all, has been an incredibly important part of my life these last four years. But I think that it's a very appropriate time for me to not machete it completely off, but like just take a step back. For those of you who've been following along since the beginning, know that I launched this in 2017 on my birthday because of my life coach um, at the time. And I basically had no plan, which was also beautiful and very, very not recommended, <laughs> to be honest, if I was if I was uh, telling somebody about how they should go about preparing for their podcast, like prepare, like have a plan. I pretty much just jumped right in. Because at the time in 2017, it was a very different world in the podcast universe. And there were very few women, women of color, hosts, having any sort of show that uh, created space for the things that I was interested in to the expanse and the depth that I wanted to talk about them. And so I thought, why not? Because my producer, Marvin, shout out to Marvin. We all know that he was a huge part of why I started this. And I wouldn't have had the courage if he didn't push me. Um, so, you know, that was the genesis of it. And it was it was a really exciting time. Um, it was like a leap of faith, if you will. I'm that kind of person. I kind of jump and believe that the net will appear beneath me. A lot of people don't operate that way, but I'm realizing that I do. And it's something that I really love about myself, but also have experienced how that can be very uh, problematic at times if you don't have a proper plan. And I think that along the way, I really just gained a momentum and wanted to keep going and not stop. Now, if you have been a longtime fan of, first of all, you know that I did take breaks but those breaks were not planned and they were not intended. They were not uh, entered into with peace and with intention. They happened because I was really burnt out and I was just too spread thin for time. 
So all of those things have been really, really important learning lessons for me as a producer, as a host, as a content creator, an artist. Um, How I wanted to manage not just a show, but my life. So what I'm saying is, this is the wrap of season one, and we're at like over 160 episodes, so thanks you guys for tuning in for season one, and I promise, moving forward, um, there will be there will be a lot more intention and planning going into this. I'm really excited about that. So a little bit of insight into how um, I went about making this decision for anyone who cares to know, because I do think that this parallels a lot of the other decisions that have been happening in my life as a 36-year-old freelancing single woman. Um, Basically realizing that my time and energy have become a lot more scarce because your girl is tired and I keep saying that, but there are certain things that really do energize me and there's certain things that do make me feel alive and motivated. And this podcast is one of them. But the process of creating it has become increasingly taxing on me and really stressful. And so thank the Lord I've been blessed with such an amazing team with Marvin, with Juliana, and now with Anna in the last couple months. They've given me so much more breathing room to step back and not have to do everything myself. So I started talking about this with Mel in the Single in Your 30s episode, which is a couple episodes back. But just to like take stock of what it takes to run a show and also what I talked about with Roxy and Prisca about their show, Two Horny Goats. Um, You know, again, I dove right in. I didn't know what I was getting myself into fully. I trusted my teammate Marvin and just figured things out. And along the way, it's not just the hosting and the showing up and having conversations that is making a show. It's the logistics. It's the planning. It's the scheduling. It's contacting guests. It's doing tech checks. It's exporting files, receiving files, and uh, getting all of that edited, and then marketing it, and coming up with descriptions, then promoting it, and then doing it all over again week after week after week. And there's a weird thing that I'm going through right now, guys, because I've been on this really big push for radical responsibility and radical self-love, both hand in hand. They're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum because radical responsibility for me has included acknowledging my faults and acknowledging the parts that I did not do things as well as I could have or should have, right? And y'all know I've had a very interesting relationship with that word should. But like, did I do my best? Did I execute this? Did Do I get an A-plus gold star? Did I do what I said I was going to do, which is a really big deal for me as a person that um, I wanted to learn how to make my yeses be yes and my noes be no so that if I say I'm going to do something that I do it. And when I have to sit down with whole truth, the cold, hard truth, and nothing but the truth, I fell short a lot of the things that I said that I wanted to do with the show. So, you know, as much as this is an announcement, it's kind of a reflection point because as an adult, I do think that it's, for me, in my growth process and um, this decision and intention of being radically responsible for my choices and for my actions and to learn what I need to learn from them. It includes looking at the ugly parts, which is I said I was going to do X and I did not do X. I did YZ and a whole mess of other things, but I did not do X. And something about that has been very, very, very annoying, frustrating, stressful, shameful, embarrassing that I've been carrying around with me for quite a while. Um, I guess one example that I have of that is 
I've talked about it so many times on this podcast that I'm aware of this like full admission. I said I wanted to do an episode on like hookup culture. And that was something I wanted to talk about with Mel and with other people. And for for many reasons that in the grand scheme are just excuses, but for many reasons that episode was never made. It has not been made up until now. Um, there were times where I felt uncomfortable speaking on it on my own. There were times where my schedule did not allow because other projects came and took priority or work or you know just making a living and paying my bills came up. Uh, there were other times where some other issue came up and I really felt like it was when it was like, oh, we have a clear opening to start really going into these topics that are like backlogged in my, my first of all show. I know I feel like it's really important to talk about Black Lives Matter. It's important to talk about Asian hate. It's important to talk about the pandemic. Those things feel so much more important. I'm making that creative executive decision to talk about that instead of talking about this this topic that I've been essentially dangling to my audience. And for me as a person that cared about doing what I said I was going to do and having that being part of my brand or whatever, my my uh, integrity as a person, it has really, really been like a pebble, a growing pebble in my shoe for many years. And that's like eaten away with like my level of confidence or my level of pride in my show. Like it was always that caveat of like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that you like my show, but I haven't done everything that I said I'm going to do, but I haven't covered all the topics that I have intended or all the topics that I could. And, you know, it was always the, but, and I didn't like that. And I haven't liked that. And so in this process of the radical responsibility is like taking full ownership of that. Why did, why is this so stressful? Why is this like pulling teeth for me? Why have I not, um, executed on certain things that I wanted to when they felt so important to me and that I feel like I have so many things that I want to say about it and the audience has already responded that they want to hear about it. Why have I not done it? And it's addressing bigger things like perfectionism and um, procrastination, which are which are all very common and very deeply embedded in a lot of us. Um, it's been not fun, but important. And so I wanted to make sure that I acknowledge that to you guys because I didn't want in any way whatever audience and following that I've created in this incredible journey of podcasting, which is so unexpected, um, that it's not, it was never, it's not what I intended and that's, it was never something I wanted to let you down on. That's something that mattered a lot to me. And that feeling of I'm letting down people because I promised them something and I didn't deliver on it and realizing the impact that has not just in a podcast universe, but professionally, romantically, in my family, the impact that that has about creating expectations and then falling short of it is something that I don't like in my own personal life. And so then to have done that to people that even if I will never meet any of you that I still care about didn't sit well with me. So I just want to acknowledge that because that's something that I don't care to let be swept under the rug. I don't think that that's the kind of person that I want to be, not the kind of host or creator I want to be. And that influence, like, do I want to keep continuing on with the show? And so there are a lot of variables in that in terms of like my time and energy. I've been working a lot in terms of addressing some some really key things in my life, including relationships. Like I feel like there's something that's transforming pretty significantly in my life where I'm 
working internally to shed a lot of the bullshit that has been clogging my system, if you will. And that's just been sitting in me and creating, like I've been resenting or just crying over still or just causing pain and frustration and stagnation. Like I don't like any of that. So this is kind of like what I was talking about with David. I want to be able to cut that away. What actions do I need to take in order to clear my my mind and my body of all of that so that I can make space for the next thing to fill that up with, the next good thing, the next exciting thing, the next challenge that I need to overcome if I'm still just so fixated and hanging on to like meaningful things but essentially at this point is like a ton of old shit that doesn't deserve my attention anymore. Does that make sense? So in the efforts of becoming a fully fledged adult that I can respect and look in the mirror and have, you know, more compassion for, and this is where the self-love part comes in, is to acknowledge all that and say, Minji, you have taken responsibility for it. Good. What are we going to do about that now? That to me is also self-love is to acknowledge like, okay, It's not to like overly punish myself, but to give myself space to take responsibility for something that I think is important for my own growth and then figure out what do I want to do with it and be loving enough so that I'm not so crippled by my own self-hatred and self-criticism that I don't have the space to keep moving forward and do and be better. Um, So that's what I'm trying to do, guys. No, that's what I am doing. And I think stepping away, there's a lot of anxiety that I've had of like, I need to keep going. I can't stop because I still haven't done the hooking up episode. I still haven't covered like money and finances. I have like a huge list. And my team knows because they've seen this. Like I have a backlog of guests and like topics. And then when I review some things that I've either like repeated or haven't covered yet, I get I get so filled with embarrassment and like frustration and annoyance. Like, why did I not do better? Why haven't I covered this yet? I'm how many episodes in? And like that's that very extremely critical ass voice that I've carried with me for my entire lifetime. So we're trying to undo that. And, um, the best thing that I can do in terms of an actionable thing that will be both smart, strategic, and loving is stop. And I felt a lot of reservations about having 160 odd random number episodes for like season one. Because there's so many people that'd be like, that's so random. Like you can't stop now. You can't have like 160 episode season one. And my answer to that, which is my answer to a lot of things in life, like if it's not hurting anybody, like who cares? Who says I can't? Why can't I? It's my show. If I want to stop it at 161 and be like, you guys, I need to take a break, then that is my prerogative. I'm just going to own up to that. I think that's what I've learned along this whole entire journey. Yes, there are standard practices. Yes, there are recommendations. And yes, there are ways that absolutely would be better in terms of structuring a show, um, having show notes and having all types of preparation and logistics in order. And like, I, I've strived to like live up to these templated versions of life a lot in my life. And I think what my podcast has taught me is yes. And also there's times where you can just chuck it out the window and just call your own shots. At the end of the day, this is my choice. This is my show. And there may be people who are rolling their eyes at me or judging me or laughing at me or whatever. But this is what's best for me. And I think at the end of the day, what's best for this show is not going to become any better if I just keep chugging ahead without taking some serious time and reflection and rest and rejuvenation to reevaluate, re-strategize, and 
and start something fresh, you know, continue on in a different version. And I also am making space because I want all of these things to be something that's easily translatable in any other format to any other circumstance in your life, whoever's listening to this. Like that's the beauty of life. And that is the truth of life. I'm learning about how I have adapted to certain types of suffering without really stopping to be like, do I need to be living this way? Who says I have to do it this way? And who says that I can't stop and like pivot and change my mind completely? And it's that weird moment. I really may have talked about this in another episode, so I apologize if I am repeating myself, but I'll reiterate if that is the case, that we have a choice in our own suffering. That is something huge that I've just been like, really sitting in. It's like seeing that the door was unlocked the entire time and that I could have fucking walked out of it at any point and I didn't. You know what I mean? Like there was a way, there was an out, there were windows, there's doors, there's like, but I'm just sitting in the center of this room feeling like I'm trapped and imprisoned because that's the mentality that I have or those are the actions that I keep repeating and not realizing or finally realizing that door has been there the entire time. You can get up, you can walk over to it, turn the handle, open it and walk out. And um, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm really excited about that. There's parts of it that are horrendous because I'm just like, God damn it. Like I could have been, I could have left this whole time. I've been imprisoned in my own mind and that sucks. There's no other way to put it. It sucks. It's like embarrassing and it's, it's um, very humbling. But I think all those things serve a very important purpose so that I don't imprison myself again as much as possible to remember this moment to sit in the shitty feeling and be like, Hey, you know what? You've done this. And you guys, this is also not the first time I've done this in very many occasions. And so I'm just coming to a new epiphany because we're here right now with, first of all, just recognizing circumstances exist. I'm not taking away from anybody's limitations. They are, they are very real. We can have a lot of different things that kind of box us in, whether that's a time restraint, a life circumstance, an illness, um, whatever, right. A pandemic, like for God's sake, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, deluding myself out of reality. And also I am taught time and 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 time again, the way that we think and the things that we believe and the habits that we create can change that drastically too. There are people that when you put them in the worst situation can still find a way to thrive. They can still glean like an amazingly important lesson out of the worst scenario. They can they can develop a sense of gratitude by going through some horrendous shit that you and I, if we thought about experiencing what someone else has gone through, that we think that like we could never survive that. But you can. And then just realizing like, yeah, I have the agency. I have the choice to do that. And being empowered by that and also being humbled, like getting a giant slice of humble pie of like, yeah, you've had that choice this entire time. That's where I'm at. In equal measure, I think, of gratitude, deep gratitude and deep humility of like, well, shit. (laughs) That's just how I feel right now. And so with this podcast, I'm really grateful. I'm just, with this podcast, right now I'm in like a, a state of, such gratitude, mostly. The other part is like frustration and embarrassment, I'm just being real. But I I just take stock of everything and I'm grateful and I'm proud that 
someone like me, I know I put up a really tough front in a lot of scenarios and I, my personality can imply that I'm very strong and I, I am in certain ways, but I'm very vulnerable and extremely sensitive and extremely emotionally fragile in a lot of ways. And I've always been deathly afraid of offending people, of giving the wrong advice and leading somebody down the wrong path, of sounding stupid, of whatever, just being not perfect. (laughs) And this podcast has taught me week after week after week and hour after hour that you just have to go to bat and swing. And sometimes you're going to have like an incredible conversation and remember to save the files and share it with the world. And some days you're going to be incoherent. You're going to have misscheduled somebody. You're going to ask stupid questions. You're going to repeat yourself. You're going to tell the same story for the 80th time and say dumb things and sound like an idiot or dork or whatever. And like, you're still going to put that out in the universe and people are just going to have to like take it or leave it. And some people may stop by and give you a one star that hurt. I did not want that one star. I didn't want to face that one star review. It hurt me a lot, but that's stupid also because not st- it's valid, but it's also like, look at all of the other five star, four star reviews. Look at all the people that like, don't let that one star review color the entire painting. It's not, it's not the entire picture. And I had to learn that by doing. And the other things that I want to do, namely, I want to get back into acting. For those of you who didn't know, I took a I, almost two-year break uh, from having any on-camera agents and things like that. I want to act again. And I really, really want to write and direct. And I want to make stuff that I've been too scared to finish or put out into the universe because I was so scared of that one-star review. Deathly afraid of what that would tell me that I wasn't good enough or that the thing that I made is subpar and let not only myself down, but it's like letting my parents down, letting every collaborator who helped me along the way down. It would just be like a walking embarrassment. And this podcast, why I'm so grateful, I'm not going to cry, but like this podcast taught me how to, how to make things. It taught me how to be myself in a public forum and how to put it out to the universe and let them digest it how they will and think of me what they will and to carry on with my life. And there's something so priceless about that and so much that I've learned in the process of that that I'll always be grateful for. And that's a thing that I really want to keep reminding people about and myself, all of us, that the biggest teacher comes from doing from it. We can research and I'm not telling you don't research, don't like learn and make wise choices, right? Um, do what's right for you. And also at the end of the day, we just have to, like David Choi said so eloquently in the last episode, we just have to freaking do it. We have to try and we may fail. Like that's a very, like that, that can also happen as equally maybe as you can succeed and maybe more often than succeeding, you're going to fail, but we have to do it. So I will be always very grateful to, first of all, and everybody who ever tuned in and ever sent me a message, ever reviewed And back to me on Patreon, like I cannot tell you how much that meant to me and what it gave to me in terms of building my confidence and my determination and humbling me and giving me perspective that I didn't have before about myself and the things that I make and that I can make. So I do credit this process and this journey for everything that's to come because I do strangely, weirdly feel 
Like things are going to start moving in a very different direction from now on in a really good way. And that shit scares me, guys, because I was very comfortable in the safe zone where I could predict everything, even the bad stuff. It still felt safer that way because I could at least know. But I'm finally feeling ready to stop things that hurt me and stress me out, to take breathers, to rejuvenate, to spend time by myself, for myself, with myself, and to let others help me and to not let setbacks set me back. I'm really grateful for that. I owe that a lot to everybody who's ever cared to listen wherever you are in the world. Again, the fact that like people like in different countries, I still can't, it's still a little surreal. Like somebody outside of LA, like the friends that tell me that they listen to my podcast, it's weird to know that people out there listen. I can't get over it. I Maybe I never will. And I kind of hope I never do. Because I think that keeps the wonder in me alive. I don't ever want to become like too big for my britches kind of thing of like, oh my God, I'm like in like 90 trillion different countries and everyone listens to me. I want to still stay in awe of the fact that people grace me with their time and energy because I want to stay grateful for that because I think that is the biggest gift you can give anybody. So thank you for letting me occupy your brain (laughs) and for hearing me out and for listening to the stories of our guests. And um, yeah, this is where the thank yous are. I'm so thankful again to the team, to Marvin, my do or die number one producer that's helped me edit. And he's listened to more of my chatter for way more hours than anybody should ever have to in their life. But thank you, Marvin, for encouraging me to start this. Thank you to Juliana for stepping in and helping me offload and feeling confident to promote this. Thank you to Anna for coming in and being my producer and helping me process and strategize and come up with a structure for this monster that uh, it's just kind of like become this blob and putting order to chaos because this also coincides with like everything that's happening in like the film and production world with the union strike. People behind the scenes are so incredibly valuable and I really want that to be something that I can help put out in the universe because yeah, they're important. They're so important. Without them, none of this exists. None of it. Um, so you think about that. It's not just the stars and the writers and the directors. It's like the people holding the lights and the people who are mixing the audio, the people who brought the food so that people could eat, um, all of them, they all freaking matter. And I also realized by the way, that I have more to say because I haven't even shared my entrepreneur thing. I've like literally said multiple times in the opening of all these episodes that I'm an entrepreneur. I haven't even shared that part of my life on this podcast yet because I've been building a company for the last two years and it's been one crazy ass ride and we have like a little product that we're putting out and I haven't shared anything about that. I want my co-founder to be here. There's still those topics that are backlogged that I looked at and I was like, should I just stop the show and not talk about any of these? But the reality is I really want to talk about them. So the way that I'm handling it, it handling it, it how do I, I can't even make words right now. The way I'm handling it, it is I'm just going to structure it. So FYI, because of this team that I just thanked, um, the plan is come back January 2022 with season two. And I'm committing only to that season because I also am learning for myself that the more indefinite that I have things, the more that it freaks me the hell out because everything that I'm creating, I'm thinking about like, oh, but I got to think about that for this season three and four. And what if I don't do that now? And I do it then. And it's just too much. So I'm 
making everything very bite-sized. And if that's a helpful chunk of advice for anybody, just do what's doable. Let's just do what's doable so we can stay present. Season two is going to happen and it will be co-created with my team and with input from you guys, because there may be a survey coming your way. And I really appreciate that because I want to know what you guys vibe with and what you guys would like so that this podcast can make an impact and then it can grow and help as many people as possible. And uh, yeah, so that's the update on that. Sorry, I wanted to thank yous and now update tangent. Um, so back to my thank yous. I also want to thank my Patreon patrons. You guys like literally helped me keep the microphone on. You kept me able to pay Marvin, who's done so much work. And um, the donations, people who have fulfilled my Amazon wish list, who sent me PayPal donations as a thank you to keep up the good work. I cannot put into words enough how much that has meant to me your belief and support in this podcast and why I don't feel ready to walk away completely and want to keep making things of value and that I'll work harder to refine it and get over my own ego and my own embarrassment issues so that I can keep creating something awesome. Um, also want to thank all the artists who contributed to this podcast. Aquafina, who was my intro for years. And every time I hear Yellow Ranger, I will be filled with so much nostalgia and pride not only for myself in this show, but also for Aquafina herself, who I met back in 2014 when she was a YouTuber and performing My Vag at Collaboration New York. And now she's a superstar and taking on some really complicated conversations, you know, um, that I'm very proud of her for doing because none of these are simple black and white topics. They are very layered and nuanced and they're worth talking about. And sometimes it takes a lot of... Uh, courage to just like brave the critics and yeah just like what Aquafina is doing with her career and with her notoriety and with her influence I'm I'm genuinely so supportive of her and in awe of her I'm very inspired by her so I want to thank her thanks to Uzuhan because there became this natural transition into Uzu Trap just being the intro and outro and I'm so great I like love this song since day one that I heard it and I also think that James Uzuhan is an incredible, incredible artist, another extremely hardworking, humble, creative soul who wants to create art to support his community, our community, humanity as a whole. Just be a positive light. Thank you to everybody else who's let me feature their music, to Run River North and Melissa Polinar, to Jennifer Chung, to Tim Atlas. Did I already say Tim Atlas? I don't know. Tim Atlas. Um, it's just been such an honor to have friends featured on this. To Prisca, um, all the guests, like, holy crap. I've had people who've built empires since then, people who become movie stars since then. <clears throat> Roddy Chang. Uh, and done Netflix comedy specials and gotten divorced and gotten married and had children started families like so much has happened with these amazing people that have been guests on my show and so I'm just so grateful that you guys uh, shared your stories and there will be more to come because I'm not done that's why <laughs> and yeah for all the listeners again you guys uh, have kept me going and please talk with me and uh, when that survey comes out whenever that comes out because uh the word on the first of all street is that it will. Would love to know your feedback and appreciate your your input so that I can keep growing this. And thank you to the Potluck Podcast Collective that I've been part of these four years. 
collective of Asian American podcasters, storytellers, dreamers, opinion havers. People are willing to put their voices out there, um, hopefully to edify the world by creating diversity of thought and opinion and taste all of it. It's it's been it's been a challenge and a pleasure. I'm just so proud. And yeah, that's it for this season one, first of all. And thank you guys for tuning in for as long as you did. Keep an ear out. I'll be back. And in the meantime, really, really, really take care of yourselves. It has been a very tough year, year and a half. Um, And we've made it this far. So don't give up. Take time and space for yourself. Love on yourself. Hold yourself accountable. And I mean that in the best way. And by holding yourself accountable, don't beat yourself up. But just let it be all fuel to the next version of you. And just own it. Be happy. Life is short. Yeah. Life is short. Be happy. I love you guys more than words can say. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you next year. Bye. Nobody's filling these shoes. Balling on a budget. Had to go to Narja. Super size number two. Cash. Way that the world ain't budging. Gotta make a power move. Deep in the darkest dungeons. I'm picking up my Hi, I'm Quincy Cho. And I'm Kaycon Apu. And we host Marvel Makeup. It's a podcast where I teach Quincy a little about Marvel. And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Join us as we watch and talk about every movie and TV show in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I'm mostly watching for the first time. And join us as we apply makeup stuff to our faces, which I'm using for the first time. Marvel Makeup is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, and you can find new episodes every other Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can catch video versions of Marvel Makeup on our YouTube channel. So please rate, review, and subscribe. And please give us five stars so our Asian moms will understand why we buy so much electronic equipment. Because it's for this podcast, Marvel Makeup.